Hey, this is Taylor McCaffrey. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Do me a favor, share this podcast with other people. We thank God that this podcast has been reaching many different nations of the world. And also, if you haven't already, I want you to pray about partnering with us every month as we continue to preach the gospel and go after the harvest of souls. And we also feed hungry people with Feed the Hungry every single month. So if you'd like to be a part of that with us, our website is faithandfire.de. You can go to that website. All the giving information is there. And when you partner with us, a portion of your seed goes to helping feed the hungry. And obviously, as we continue to do live meetings and preach the gospel, you're a part with us of every single soul that's one into the kingdom. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Uh, go in your Bibles with me, if you can, to Galatians chapter 6. And um, I, want you to, I want you to look with me at verse 9, because what's in my spirit today for this episode is helping you to get through this temptation to grow weary. It's a natural temptation because we live in this physical body. Uh, as long as we're here on earth, it will, be a, it will be a normal temptation for every single Christian, whether you're a preacher or someone who works a normal job and just stays faithful to what God has called you to do. No matter what country you live in, um, no matter how long you've been a Christian, how, long, how, how much you pray, None of those things matter. For every single Christian, you will have a temptation to grow weary. Now, in verse 7, before, before I get to verse 9, in verse 7, the Bible says, um, Don't be misled, because God is not mocked. So, since God is not mocked, that should comfort you and give you a confidence. How do we sow seeds? Now, this applies in every single area of life. But it, it, you know, people, people apply seed sowing to just finan- financially and money and possessions. Well, that's a part of it, and it definitely applies here, um, but it applies also uh, to seeds that you sow relationally, seeds that you sow in prayer, seeds that you sow uh, by your actions, uh, doing, doing things, you know, you're you're sowing seed every single day in one way or another, um, and so let, I want to deal with these these two specific areas today, because I think it's the two areas that people struggle the most to, with the temptation to become weary. The first area I'm going to deal with is the confession of God's word. Um, it's important to understand that when you confess God's word. The moment you confess it with faith is the moment the Word of God becomes, uh, it goes into effect as a seed. Not only in your heart, because from the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, but also into the situation for which you're using the Word of God for. Now, uh, the, the best example I can think of with this is Prophet Kenneth E. Hagin. Um, if you know his testimony of healing, the way that God healed him was actually through the confession of His Word. The Holy Spirit taught him, gave him revelation on Mark eleven twenty two through 24. Uh, if you're not sure what that says, it is very simple. Have faith in God. Anyone who says unto this mountain, 
be removed and cast into the sea and doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. And so every single believer uh, can operate in that level of authority when they speak God's word. But when, when Prophet Kenneth e. Hagin <clears throat> uh, began to stand on that word for his healing, when he spoke it the first time, it went into effect the first time. But he saw no immediate manifestation. And he could have become tempted to grow weary in doing good. And who knows, he probably was tempted to grow weary many times. But he continued confessing the word until, um, he, until the manifestation happened where he actually could physically see and feel his healing. Now, he believed that he received it the moment that he spoke it. There's a big, there's a big uh, lesson there to be learned. The moment that you speak God's Word with faith, is that's the moment you receive it. It's not when you see your manifestation happen. Okay, Faith believes it receives now. Okay, And so, <clears throat> the Bible says, without faith it's impossible to please God. So, the moment that you speak His Word, you please Him. And the moment you speak His Word with faith, you, you are pleasing to God. Now, whenever you see your manifestation of that healing, obviously you don't need faith for it anymore because now it's a manifestation and you just thank God. And um, you can grow weary in doing good in that process. The Bible says it's seed and then time and then harvest. So that period of time between seed and harvest is where you can become weary in doing good if you allow it. Now, that's a big... That's a big uh, the decider, if you want to put it that way, you get to decide if you're going to give in to the temptation to become weary and stop doing the good thing. The good thing in this example is the confession of God's Word. Now, you could apply that not just to healing. Obviously, you can apply it to healing, but you can apply it to believing God for financial seed to sow. The Bible says He gives seed to the sower and He multiplies our resources for giving. So we don't even have seed to sow without God's help. So whenever you sow financial seed, you can call in seed to sow. Say, Father, I thank you that you give seed to the sower. You multiply my resources for giving. So I, I believe you for this amount, whether it's I don't, whatever amount you want to believe God for. Um, you know, if you if you... You should use a little bit of logic there. If you've never, if you've never sown a, th a thousand, and you don't even have a thousand, then um, you know use some logic. You you can, if you don't qualify to sow a thousand, how do you qualify to sow a thousand? Well, you start where you start. The way to qualify for more is to be faithful with the level you're at. So if you only have five dollars, then start there. If you only have $50, then start there. You see what I'm saying? So it's a progression. And the more you give, it qualifies you to uh, be in line for a harvest for more. And so when you, when you say, Father, I thank you, you give seed to the sower, you multiply my resources for giving, then that, that sets you up to receive. Now, you can't see your seed as a harvest. That's important to note, okay? So when that seed comes in that you're believing God for, you then have to sow the seed. Because if you eat the seed, then you're not getting a harvest. 
Okay, it's important to know the difference between a seed and a harvest. And so, what else, how else can you apply this? You can apply this to um, really any area of life. You can apply it to your relationships. You know, you could speak the Word of God over your family members. And, uh, you know, if somebody in your family is struggling with sickness or pain in their body, obviously you can lay hands on them, speak the Word of God. But the point is, don't get weary in doing good. Even if you don't see an immediate manifestation, immediate miracle, you stand on God's Word. Uh, and when you become tempted to grow weary in doing good, just remember, God is not mocked. That's what verse 7 says. So that temptation to become weary, um, if you look at it like this, that temptation will never override or overpower the Word of God. The Bible says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word remains forever. And so that temptation is literally standing against God's word. And there is nothing on this earth or in any other type of creation um, that is going to ever overpower the word of God. It's not possible. So the most powerful thing that God has, that's what the temptation to grow weary is up against. So you make the decision. You are the one who decides that when that temptation comes up, you refuse to give up and quit. Why? Because you understand that God is not mocked. It's up to God. He's the one that uh, He's the one who said in His Word that whatsoever you sow is what you're going to reap. Now, obviously, that applies even if you're sowing seed that is not uh, good. You know, you're, you're going to reap a harvest no matter what kind of seed you're sowing. But you can, um, you can obviously cancel a harvest, a bad harvest, you know, on words that you said or, or things you did or whatever. You can repent and cancel that harvest. However, when it comes to good seed, um, you can accelerate your harvest by continuing to be thankful, um, refusing to grow weary. I'll tell you what I do personally when I'm tempted to grow weary as I'm waiting for a harvest. I, I say, Father, I thank you. I refuse to grow weary in doing good because you will not be mocked. And you said, whatsoever I sow, I will reap. So I thank you that you empowered me to sow this or whatever I sowed. And I thank you that you are the Lord of my harvest. I thank you that I'm strong in the Lord and the power of His might. And I, and I resist the temptation to grow weary. I refuse to grow weary as I'm continually to, to joyfully obey what you've asked me to do. That's how you resist it. That's one powerful way to refuse to grow weary in doing good. This is where a lot of Christians, unfortunately, lose their fights of faith. The Bible says fight the good fight of faith. It's a good fight because we... Uh, we are supposed to win every single fight of faith. The fight of faith happens in every area of life because the devil doesn't want you to have victory. The devil doesn't want you to move forward. He wants you to always stay at the place where you're struggling and, um, you know, uh, in need or whatever the case is. You're always dealing with the same problem the same trial over and over again that that can give you the temptation to to grow weary in doing good and the problem is 
<clears throat> if you give in to the temptation to grow weary, then eventually you give up. Uh, that's what the Bible says. You give up and quit. And you, what, that, what happens is you forfeit your harvest. The devil doesn't have to do anything if he can just get you to, be, to become weary in doing good. If he can get you to grow weary, then you cancel your own harvest. And that's not to be uh, condemning or mean. That's just to, that, that's actually to encourage you that you get to decide whether or not you grow weary. Now, when it comes to the area of prayer, I want you to, I want you to stick with me for just the next few minutes because this will help you. In the area of prayer, prayer is an area of sowing seed. Um, and there's a lot more to prayer than just that, but it's a big area. Now, now when it comes to prayer, <clears throat> many people, and it's good to pray for other people. I'm not saying it's not, but many people only focus on prayers. They pray for, uh, for other people, uh, for the missionaries overseas or, you know, the orphanage, the orphanage in this country or that country or, or whatever, you know, they, they pray prayers for other people and that's not wrong. However, if you're not praying for yourself, then you're missing a portion of what of, of a way that God wants to bless you. Why? Because you have zero guarantee that anyone else is praying for you. Now, if, there, if you know that there's other people praying for you, great. But here's the thing. Prayer is not always meant to be outsourced. Yes, the body of Christ should be praying for each other. Absolutely. It's biblical. However... If you're if if you're never praying for yourself, then it's not a, it's not being humble. It's actually being disobedient because the Bible says to pray for yourself. Jesus prayed for himself. Okay, um, obviously others prayed for him. I'm not saying they didn't, but a big portion of your prayer time should be spent praying the Ephesians prayers over yourself. Father, open the eyes of my understanding. Make me a bigger blessing to my church. Uh, make me more of a blessing to my, uh, to my children, to my spouse, to my family. Help me to be the person, uh, the man or woman of God that, that you called me to be. Help me to be uh, a better employee at my job. You know, whatever the case is, pray for yourself. Father, I thank you for the Holy Ghost living in me. Confess the word over yourself. It's not a prideful thing. It's a humble thing. To declare the word over yourself. To pray for yourself. Father, I thank you. I ask you for strength right now. And I thank you, Father, that the Holy Spirit within me is my helper. You know, when it, whenever you pray for yourself, um, you, you nobody, nobody cares more about your walk with God than you do. Okay? Or, or, you, or they shouldn't, you know. You should, you should care more about your own walk with God and bearing much fruit, as Jesus taught, uh, in your own life than anyone else. Because every single Christian, your greatest responsibility as a Christian is to make sure that you bear much fruit yourself. Uh, your, your number one responsibility is to make sure that you make it to heaven yourself. Um, you know, I know people that say, that soul, nothing else matters except for souls. Well, what about your own soul? Okay? I understand that as the body of Christ, we're supposed to reach out. We're supposed to preach the gospel. I get all that stuff. Okay? But I'm talking about you. Okay? I'm talking about 
you taking responsibility for your own life and your own prayers, um, not outsourcing every single problem that you have to somebody else. You know, God wants to hear your voice. And so I don't mean this to be condemning. I mean it to be encouraging. God wants to hear your voice. That's why the Bible says that we can now, by the blood of Jesus, we can now come boldly into His presence with, with boldness and, and, uh, and with faith. Faith pleases God. So when we come to Him boldly, we present our, our request to Him, but we also thank Him and praise Him. And th- what that will do, and the point I'm making with this, is what that will do is that will keep you from becoming weary and doing good. If nothing else, it will distract you from whatever, whatever was bothering you before you started praying for yourself. You can't even remember what was bothering you anymore because you got so caught up praising God. You got so caught up being thankful for His goodness and His mercy. You know, confessing what the Bible says over yourself is a form of praying for yourself. Okay? Confession of the Word of God is a form of prayer. Praising God is also a form of prayer. It's actually the highest form of prayer. When we praise God, we invite His presence into our situation. And we also loose the power of God to help us to not just cope with it, but to change the situation. Father, I thank you that you said this, this, and this in your word. And in this situation, I don't care what it looks like. I care what the Bible says. And I speak the Bible. I speak the word of God. I thank you that the Holy Ghost lives in me. And so no matter how, how tempted I feel to give up, I thank you that you are my strength. And you, you throw it over on God. That's what the Bible says. Cast all your cares upon Him. And don't grow weary in doing good, for you will reap a harvest of blessing if you refuse to give up and quit. I hope this has been encouraging to you today. Because we're almost at the end of, of 2021. And we're about to start a new year. So no matter how good or bad this year has been for you, this make the next 12 months... From the, time, from the moment you listen to this podcast, let this get down into your spirit and make up your mind that for the next 12 months, you are not going to live this year the same way other years have been. You're not going to live this year doing, you know, pressing in for a few days, a few weeks, maybe a month or two months, and then give up again like you always do. No, you are going to make it a point to press in, to persevere, to trust God and to praise Him. Even when you don't feel like praising, you know, God's a good God. It doesn't matter what we feel like. Faith doesn't depend on feelings. Faith is rooted and grounded in the Word of God that never changes. His character is solid. He's a good God and He can be trusted. I promise you. So make it, make up your mind that, that for the next 12 months, it's going to be the best year you've ever had. Even if you don't feel like it's going to be, if it doesn't look like it's going to be, doesn't matter. Speak God's word, stand on his word, declare the word of God. And even more than that, um, do things different. Don't just speak God's word and, and, and then make, make other mistakes because just speaking his word is only part of it. So make it a point to do things differently with your finances, do things differently in your physical body. Do things differently with your relationships, with your family. Do things differently when it comes to these different areas of life. Because if we are doers, if we're hearers only, 
of the Word of God and, and not doers, then we deceive ourselves. So there's a balance there. Absolutely c- confess the Word, stand on the Word, but be doers. Change the way that you do certain things. Whatever God leads you to do, obedience is the key to see breakthrough. Can you say amen? So let me pray for you before I send you away from this episode. Father, I thank you for every person listening, no matter where they're listening from, no matter what you've called them to do. I pray that that this podcast, this episode, would strengthen them in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that uh, as they listen to it, you know, maybe more than once or twice, I pray that it would get rooted into their spirit how faithful you are and that your word never fails. Father, I pray specifically an acceleration of miracles for the things that they're standing in faith for today. No matter what it is, I thank you that you will not be mocked. And may they not become weary in doing good. I curse the temptation in in their spirit to become weary in doing good. In the name of Jesus, I curse every demonic uh, distraction. I curse, I curse every, every demonic temptation for them to grow weary. In the name of Jesus, may they stay focused on what you've called them to do, no matter what it looks like. May they stay focused on what you want them to do. In the name of Jesus, and I thank you that you send them encouragement today. I thank you that the, for those that are uh, believing you for a, a, a great, financial harvest that you help them to stand their ground on your word i thank you that you will not be mocked i thank you father for blessing them today in the name of jesus and for any sickness and disease that's under the sound of my voice any pain in their body i curse it now in the name of jesus and i command it to leave their body diabetes high blood pressure cancer um uh, 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 that's attacked any organ in their body any problem in their body, whether it's terminal or, or, temp, or you know just a simple pain in their body, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you are the healer. Jesus is the great physician. And I send the power of the Holy Ghost into their body to drive that out now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for testimonies of your goodness and of your faithfulness coming to pass in their lives even today. We give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you guys so much. God bless you. And uh, I'll see you on the next podcast.